The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, I'm back, Taylor Dahl of Making Monsters, and we are continuing on with our draft weekend coverage. Uh, again, joined by Jacob Infante, draft analyst here at Windy City Gridiron. Uh, just keeps going because pretty much right when I hung up the phone, Jacob, we had our next pick. So we, uh, we're we just rolling right along here. But with the 165th pick, the Bears select Terrell Smith, corner out of Minnesota. Um, Jacob, I want to start off by mentioning that when it comes to needs, aside from edge, which we mentioned in the last podcast, Poles has done a fantastic job of addressing the needs that the bear, the biggest needs that the Bears needed coming into this draft and doing that with value also. Would you agree with that? No, absolutely. And I think that it's been very interesting to see. He's taken a lot of shots on just really athletic guys. And I, I literally, I, I just tweeted this out, but None of the Bears, it's been eight draft picks so far that they've had, and none of them have had a relative athletic score below an eight, which an eight is the, the baseline of having an elite grade. So mm-hmm. all of their draft picks have been elite athletes, which uh, it's pretty clear that Ryan Poles and that Eberflus have a type. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think that it definitely is going to help them run the type of style team that they want to run. Uh from a pure positional perspective, they've done a good job of adding depth on both sides of the ball, as well as guys you know, with talent to potentially uh, develop into more than what they've currently been. So, yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm impressed with what they've done. I think Terrell Smith, not as big of a name as someone like a Noah Sewell or a Tyler Scott, but mm-hmm. I think once you turn on the tape and watch some of Smith's stuff, uh, there's really some intriguing play, and you really see the physical tools out on full display. Yeah, and it was funny because I was about to mention the type. Also, he's he's a big corner, six foot, uh, six foot two oh four. He played in all thirteen games last season, made thirty eight tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble, seven passes defended, and an interception. He ran a four four one also at the combine. So yeah, I would say the type is there. That speedy, athletic, long. He, they like the they like that size, um, which. I'm good with I'm good with having the fast athletic guys on the football field because I think a lot of the other things are coachable, but you can't coach obviously size and speed. Um, but let's talk about the that position, that corner position. We mentioned on the last podcast also, Jacob, that Tyreek Ty- Stevenson was the corner out of Miami that they got earlier. You said you loved. Now Smith's going to be joining a room with not only him, but also obviously Jalen Johnson and Kyler Gordon. So let's start with Smith himself. Tell us a little bit about him, some of his strengths. Are there any weaknesses that we may look out for? Tell us a little bit about him. 
So, uh, Taylor, I think the big thing with Smith is obviously just physical talent. Uh, the size is really impressive. The length is uh, noticeable. You look at a guy who he excels best on the boundary, uh, and he's physical. He's physical, uh, and he's someone who can compete in press coverage. He can use his hands well through you know receiver stem off the line of scrimmage, uh, and he's willing to compete. With the ball's in the air. He's going to fight for it. So definitely uh, the type of guy that the Bears want from a pure effort and physicality perspective. He's not afraid of contact. Uh, good tackler, too. I think that's a big thing. The secondary is uh, seems like it's going to be very good at tackling. So I'm uh, very I'm excited for that personally. And Same. this is going to be another addition to you know down that line. Uh, good deep speed. I think you know a weakness of his maybe the, the lateral quickness, the fluidity. He can be you know a little bit higher up in the pads in the in the hips sometimes. Uh, and the ball production hasn't necessarily been amazing, but you're all, you're looking at a guy like the size, the physicality, the speed, uh, the willingness to tackle. Uh, there's a lot to work with, really. So. Is, is he going to be the type of guy to start right away? I highly doubt it, mm-hmm. uh, just simply because, you know, he has some weaknesses that will limit his feeling a little bit, but he has some significant tools to be able to work with. So uh, definitely a, a guy to take a shot on in round five. And at, in worst-case scenario, you have, you know, some more secondary depth. And, yeah. you know, as as the Bears found out this, uh, this past year when a lot of their guys went out with injuries, you can't have enough corners. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, definitely, you know, I think that's something they kept in mind here with this pick. Yeah, I think that is super important because last year we saw just the major drop-off we had once Jalen got hurt and when Kyler was battling, even when Kyler wasn't playing at his top, when the next guy was up, it was just a little scary for a while. So obviously another part of that, and I know we're talking about a lot that he's, uh, Terrell Smith's going to be used probably as more of a depth piece initially. Um, Who knows beyond that? But Flus also loves his extra corner out there. And so I'm guessing we can expect from the moves that they've made this offseason that we're going to see a lot of that this next season. Yeah, no, I think so. Uh, and, you know, I just this, – this whole defense in general uh, is something you know, I want to bring up is some of the uh, upgrades they made in the secondary and just, uh, you know, in the front seven as well. There's definitely a type that's being displayed. Uh, you're looking at, you know, the size, the length, the athleticism, the physicality, the willingness. Uh I think Smith is the type of guy who's going to fit right into the into the culture, into the system, uh, and I think just in general they've done a good job of prioritizing that in the draft here. Uh, and you know, like I've mentioned in the past that with the 2022 season, you're not really looking at uh, the full vision of what this Bears regime wanted because you can only do so much in one offseason to completely turn everything around. Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see a lot more of that in 2023. Not not a finished product by any means, but uh, I do think that there's going to be some, some significant improvement uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, but, you know, for this pick in particular on defense, I think that there's going to be a lot better depth. And that's the good thing about having uh, – all these different, you know, being able to take these shots on defense is just keep getting deeper and deeper. Like that's ultimately, you know, the more depth you have, the more quality players you have on your bench, the better off you're going to be. 
uh, on special teams, the better off you're going to be uh, just in case anyone goes down, too. So yeah. I'm a uh, there's definitely a lot to look forward to right now. And, you know, the defense in particular, I think, with this pick and just what they've been doing in general in this draft, there's a lot to like. Well, and I think that in general, when it's going to make for a much more interesting camp, I think, because there's a lot of guys yeah. that they've brought in with free agency and the draft that are going to, we're going to see some position battles. And that's on the offensive line that is, you know, in the wide receiver core, who's going to be that one, two, three, um, obviously now out in the secondary, there's some of that, the linebacker group. Uh, so there's a lot of pieces that we're going to see, I think, competing for who's the one and who's, you know, who's the going to have the dot on their helmet on the line like we have a lot of interesting things that are it's going to be fun to watch camp and I feel like last year it was more of a little bit of drama with Tevin and drama with Roquan and it wasn't as fun as I feel like this this offseason I mean this training camp may be Jacob yeah no definitely and I'm on a I'm honestly really looking forward to seeing what kind of stuff happens in camp uh because you know like that's something that I didn't get to go to last year I'm going to try and make it out there uh but there's a lot of opportunities for these young guys to really show their stuff and exactly how much playing time they're going to get right out of the gate. I'm not sure because, you know, you bring in a lot more talent to this roster and naturally it's going to be tougher for late round picks and younger guys to get that significant role. But uh, it's really, it's really going to be interesting though. I think there's, there's a spark, there's an aura around this team and a lot of the guys that they've, brought in free agency that they've drafted uh they've got a chip on their shoulder they're you know willing to work hard they're willing to you know compete and that's what i'm something i'm really looking forward to seeing uh what happens over the summer and in preseason too we're going to get a lot of looks at these guys so uh really going to be interesting i think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch for sure uh, a couple more, Jacob, before I let you go. So one of the things that kind of stuck out to me is obviously we talked about Tyreek getting drafted earlier and then now uh, obviously adding him also into Kyler Gordon and Jalen Johnson. But a lot of people have been talking about the questions like, you know, are the Bears going to stick with Jalen Johnson after the season? Are they confident in Kyler? Do you think that these two, adding these two corners in the draft, indicate any thoughts or feelings that may happen with Jalen or with with Kyler? Or do you think they're just merely addressing some needs in depth? I don't think it's necessarily knocking Jalen Johnson or the possibility that they'll keep him. Or I don't think it's necessarily giving up on Kyler. I think with the Stevenson pick, uh, you needed another starting corner. Stevenson, you know, fits the system. He's a very good player from a value perspective. I thought that was a good pick. And plus, you know, when you're in this today in today's NFL, you're going to be running at least three corners a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, you're not going to be in base heavily. So you know, whether it's nickel or dime or what have you, you're going to need three corners out there, and they that they didn't really have a reliable third corner on the roster. So Stevenson's going to be that guy now. Uh, I think he plays outside, and you'll see Kyler a bit more in the nickel, which, you know, I think if he settles into a spot, I think that'll really help out his growth. Uh, and then with Terrell Smith, I don't necessarily I – don't, I don't think this really has too much to do with Jalen Johnson. Uh, this is just more, I think – Good depth, good special teamer, someone who can maybe develop into something more. Uh, but it certainly helps. It gives the Bears a little bit of leverage in negotiations. They're going to be like, okay, uh, we don't have to pay you like an elite cornerback because we're not absolutely desperate for for talent there now. Mm-hmm. We have 
two young starters in Tyreek Stevenson and Kyler Gordon. And now we have Terrell Smith on the bench who can be solid depth. Maybe he can grow into a starter at some point. I don't know. But uh, I think that'll help him out. I still think they'll try and work to get a deal done. But uh, I think just having more depth, it definitely helps the Bears out. It would lessen the need for, you know, investing heavy in corner next offseason if Mm -hmm. uh, Jalen Johnson doesn't come back. Yeah, I agree. And again, it goes all to this camp's going to be interesting. The season will be interesting. But Jacob, uh, barring, I guess, some trade, you have a little bit of a break here. Our next pick is in round seven, pick 218. Uh, So I appreciate you hopping on with me. I love uh, it gets to a certain point in the draft. I I spent a lot of time, not nearly as much as you, but I did spend a lot of time researching a lot of these things. And once it got to uh, this last pick, I was like, okay, I know nothing about this one. So I need to go to Jacob anyways. Um, But I appreciate it. And uh, it'll be fun. Let's see what they do with these last two. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the break. Honestly, when the, <laughs> I'm on, I'm looking forward to putting my phone down for a little bit in round six, and I, you know, might might have a little drink or something to unwind. But yeah, no, it's been it's been a lot of fun uh, these past few days, and especially today with so much everything. So, you know, again, appreciate you having me on. You know, it's really uh, really having a good time. Yeah, of course. All right, everybody, you'll find him at Jacob Infante24 on Twitter. I'm at TayDoll1010XL on Twitter. Um, he's our draft guy. I am our introducing you to the draftees, which so that's what I'll be doing the next few months is kind of learning about these new guys, which I love. I enjoy doing that. Uh, but I'm Taylor Dahl from Making Monsters. That's Jacob Infante, and we will talk to you guys a little later.